Bible Workshop with Pastor Lee and Danita Body. Each week, we will take you on a journey into the Bible, exploring truth and faith. So stop wondering and start exploring with us. Hello again. You are here with us on the Bible Workshop. My name is Danita Body, and I'm here with my husband, the Pastor Lee Body. And uh, we're doing another episode this week of uh, uh, everything that's going to help us in our faith walk. That's 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 our goal with this. And a big part of your faith walk is making sure that you study your Bible, study your Bible and study with understanding. So we want to help you with that. Greetings. If this is the first time you've ever been uh, uh, ever listened to us, greetings to our first time listeners. So today's topic is faith is in your feet right? Faith is in your feet. Um, If you say you have faith, but you don't live out your faith, then your faith is pretty much meaningless, right? Or, Or more directly, the Bible calls unlived faith, not just meaningless, but dead, 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 dead. So if the information you take in about God only lives in your head, then it's worthless because God calls us to live out our faith. Amen? Or is it even really true faith in the first place? Right. If it stays in your head. Intellectual faith. It's much more than that. Um, so we're going to we're gonna look at today in workshop, James chapter 2. The New Testament book of James chapter 2. And we're going to look at verses 14 through 26. 14 through 26. And are you going to read it? You going to read yeah, we can reach it. All right. Do you want to set up the background? For, let's set up the background first. Okay. So here's the background for James. There are four men in the New Testament who have the name James. So it can get confusing. But this James, the writer of the book of James, is the brother of Jesus, as we understand. And he is also a leader of the Jerusalem Council, which is kind of funny because at first he didn't even believe that his brother is the son of God. So he didn't believe in Jesus at first. And he even challenged it this whole idea. But later he repents. He becomes a very prominent leader in the church. So that's a total 180. And uh, in this book, he writes to the 12 tribes. In other words, he writes to Jewish Christians, to Jewish Christians. That's very important. So that's our setup. So we have to understand the context and who James is talking to and who James even is before we start reading it. Yes. It said it's one of the most Jewish books in the New Testament. Um, And again, we're going to read chapter two. But uh, just by way of a little more background, chapter one talks about the testing of your faith. So it kind of got us started in what we're going to talk about today. As we move into chapter two, talk about faith and works. So you're going to take what? The first. Yeah. So I'll do the first, first like four, six. 14 through 20. Yes. That sounds good. And then I'll finish again. Okay. We're in James chapter two. So get out your Bibles if you're listening, if you're able to. We're in James chapter two. If you're not able, we're going to read it for you. James chapter 2, verses 14 through 26. My wife's going to read 14 through 20, then I'll pick up at 21 to the end. Amen. All right, the word of the Lord. Verse 14. What use is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone says he has faith, but he has no works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed, and be filled. Yet, you do not give them what is necessary for their body. What use is that? In the same way, faith also, if it has no works, is dead, being by itself. But someone may well say, You have faith, and I have works. 
Show me your faith without the works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one. You do well. The demons also believe and shudder. But are you willing to acknowledge, you foolish person, that faith without works is useless? Verse 21. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up Isaac, his son, on the altar? You see, that faith was working with his works. And as a result of the works, faith was perfected. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, And Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. And you see that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way, was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without work is dead. Works is dead. May the Lord add a blessing and understanding to the reading of his word. <clears throat> Amen. 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 So we're going to get started in this. Let's get started. Let's you get want started. to tell what, what's happening <clears throat> here? You want to start us off. So um, very interesting what's going on here as it relates to faith. Um, what is faith? Right. If someone was to come up to me and ask me, what is faith? I would answer that faith is acting like God is telling the truth. Hmm. Faith is taking God at his word. Right. The Bible says it. That's God's word. Faith is acting upon it. Does that make sense? Yes. But it, what I, in my answer, it's a, it's a word that's dancing in my head right now. And that word is action. Action, action, action. Which is what you started this whole workshop with. When you said faith is in your feet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Action, right? So we, we get to verse one and we have this rhetorical question. What use is it, my brother, if a man says he has faith, but he has no works? Can that faith save him? Oh, okay. Now, before we get to the real practical stuff, the question is, can that faith save him? So what is being said right now? Yeah, that's that's a that's a very um, poignant question. Because yeah, it's right? saying talking about salvation now. Can that faith save him? Right. Um, so that and that's a very important question. So and this leads me to believe that you can have an intellectual faith and not be saved. Yes, like James just kind of went right in there. You know, I mean, it's easy to kind of read past that, but that is really that's a very poignant question. Can Absolutely. your faith save them? Because then that, that does, it leads to, you know, that's the salvation question. So you can think that you're a person of faith. Amen. And, and because of that, believe that you're saved. And in reality, you're, you're not. not. <laughs> that's a possibility. Right. Look, we're, we're not making this thing up. We're looking yeah. at the James chapter 2, verse 14. Mm -hmm. can, can that faith save you if a man just says it? Mm -hmm. but has no works. Mm -hmm. If you're not acting upon what you say you believe, then you don't really believe it. Right. And it's a tricky, it's a tricky, it, this can be really confusing to people who study the Bible because mm -hmm. there's this idea that, you know, for, especially for non-Christians or, or, or Christians who are trying to understand, do Paul and James contradict one another? 
and they don't. And, nope. I th- and I hope that after this workshop today, this will be clear because Paul's message is, and it, it is true, this is the gospel. We are saved by grace alone, faith through alone. faith alone. In Jesus Christ. By grace through faith. But I think James is stretching this out of, not stretching this, but broadening yeah. that perspective and just saying, what is faith? Which was your question. That's what you started us off, right? So then what is faith? That's right. And I think James kind of gives a little meat to what it is. Absolutely. And, right? how, and how it looks. So it's not, okay, because someone might say, just recite James 3.16, John 3.16, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, um, believe in your heart, confess your mouth, Jesus Christ, uh, you're, you're saved. Mm-hmm. If you say that and you have faith that that's true, what James is saying is that it should be some evidence of it. Right. That's what James is saying. Yes. It should be some natural evidence of that statement of faith. Right. That Jesus died on the cross for my sin. Three days later, he rose again. He died on the cross for the sins of the world, mine, past, present, future, everyone's, right? Mm-hmm. And I get to spend eternity with him if I believe that. Right. If I believe that by faith, I get to spend eternity with him and have victory here on earth, by the way. Mm-hmm. But it should be some manifestation of that in my life if right. I say I believe that. Right. It's more, I think that's what he's getting to. It's more than just words. Right. Right. It's more than just saying, I believe it. But if you don't live in such a way that demonstrates that you actually do believe it, then do you believe it? That's the question. Right. That's that's, that's the question. (laughs) It might sound simple, but this is the question. And I'll just give a quick example because it's hard to give any examples of salvation. But let me just give you a quick one. If you believe that you're standing next to a chair and you have faith that that chair, if you sit in it, is going to hold you up, but you never sit in it, do you really believe that that chair will hold you <laughs> right, up? Right, right. <laughs> right? If you're never, you're tired and you're standing and there's a chair next Someone to you. Someone says, hey, why don't you sit down? And you say, I believe, like, I believe that chair. No, nah, I'm good. But I believe it's a chair. But I do believe it'll hold me. That the screws are tight <laughs> right. and that it, it's, it's sturdy enough to handle my weight. Right. But I ain't going to sit in it. Because, do you really believe it? Because I just don't want to follow through on my faith. Because, I don't know. Because I, yeah. So do you really believe that chair is going to hold you up? Right. And that's what he's saying in verse 1. Can right. that faith save you? What faith? The faith that is, is, is intellectual, but not it has no works. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So to, to, to explain it a little further, he goes in chapter 2, verse 15. He gives says, an example. Okay. Mm-hmm. If a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food, Right. Okay. This is a setup. Right. And one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and be filled. And yet you do not give them what is necessary for their body. What Mm -hmm. use is that? Right. Now, before you comment, let me just say this one thing. What's assumed in these verses, 15, 16, is that you have (laughs) what they need, what uh, they knocked on the door asking for. Right. You're not expected to give something you don't even possess, right? But if you're able to and you choose not to, what does that say about who you are and what you believe? Yeah. Again, we talk about your faith, right? Right. Right. So and, and could you imagine that if somebody comes to your home and, and they knock on our door and they say, we need some food and we got a refrigerator full of food, right? Mm-hmm. And we say, come on in, let me give you a Bible study. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they study like a few verses with us for like 30 minutes. And then we say, okay, bye. We didn't meet the need. 
Right. The need was food, right? Does that right. make sense? And we have it. Right. So if you have faith, you got to act upon it. This is the point. Right. So Because if you think about it, God uses people, right, to help people. He uses us to help people. If we're of no good to God, then what does our faith really mean? And what does it say about us, right? Right. So, and that's a good point you made, that, that if God gives us so we can be a blessing to others. Mm-hmm. And that's all a faith journey. That's a faith walk. Mm-hmm. So verse 17 says, uh, even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead, being by itself. Now, I'm just going to pause right for a second because I hear this these verses all the time. Faith without work is dead. <laughs> but, you know, they use it in the context of working out at the gym and everything. <laughs> but that's right. not what it's talking about. Right. <laughs> if it has no works, it's dead. What What is that saying? Being by itself. Kind of what we've been talking about, right? Yeah. That it stays in your head. Yes. If it never trickles down from intellectual faith. Right. Then it's dead. It's just an abstract thought. There's There's no real meaning to it. Because dead is dead. Like Something you, said, you, you think. <laughs> right. It's, it, it's like, it's non-existent. Right. It's dead. It's just talk, right? Right. So, verse 18, we're going to keep going with this. Well, James kept going with it. But someone may well say, you have faith and I have works. Okay, you and I have a conversation. I say, mm-hmm. okay, you got that faith stuff, Danita. I got works. Mm-hmm. And you say what? <laughs> the last part of that verse is you responding to me. Yeah, so verse 18. I, I will show you my faith <laughs> by right. my works. Right. Right. In other words, there's no, right, there's no separation of these two. We're not saying that you get into the kingdom of God through your works. You don't. Absolutely it's very not. clear. We are saved by faith. Right. By Not faith by alone, through grace alone. God's grace alone is what saves us. The question here still stands. So how how do you know that you're saved? Well, the outpouring, right, of your salvation will start to manifest itself Amen. in your life. So I'll show you my faith by my works. That's the outpouring of what has already happened inwardly, right? right? So it's an outward expression of an inward Yes. Change. Not you showing off. No. It's just no. your natural appreciation for Jesus dying on the cross from you and your faith in him and all things. It You should just be able to see it. If I dwell with you, you should be able to see it by exactly. the way I live, by how I trust God in difficult situations every day. It should just come out. Right. 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 And the two coexist. They're codependent because... If you have faith without works, then then James says it's dead. And and similarly, if you have works without faith, then you're just doing nice things. That's right. <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's not necessarily a representative right. of that's right. You know, someone who walks with the Lord. Yeah, you're not just bouncing around. Look at me, I'm doing this. This yeah, is my I'm faith. Do this nice is my things. faith. This is my. I'm showing y'all my faith. No, <laughs> it just should come out because you can show your faith in God when you go through a difficult circumstance. Mm-hmm. You can trust God when you have to have surgery. Your faith and how you how you process that and deal with the fact that you have to have surgery or you got whatever disease is your faith. You're showing it. It, it, it. I mean, you can see it. Doctors can see it. Nurse can see it. It's a manifestation of what you believe in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we go. Uh, and remember, he's talking to a Jewish audience. Is that not correct? That's right. So in light of that, you should be able to understand verse 19. You believe that God is one. Now, where did that come from? Where does that come from? 
That's that's Old Testament. Yes. Our they God believed in one, one God. One God, yes. Right? Yes. He said, you do well. The demons also believe in shudder. Right. <laughs> that's all well and good that you mm. believe that, right? Mm-hmm. Demons believe that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But where is the manifestation? You say you believe that. Demons say they believe that too. Right. Right. And that's what separates you. Yeah. Right. This is throughout the Gospels, right? <laughs> they say, well, Jesus, we know. Paul, we know. Who are you? Who are you? Demons <laughs> know that Jesus is who he says he is. But where is the faith? Where is the, the action, is what I'm trying to say. Right. From the fact that you say you believe that. Isn't that great? That, that's a, just an awesome verse. It, it really de- is. De- demons believe in shudder. They, know they even too. shudder. They know, yes. <laughs> it makes them afraid. Right. <laughs> but but are, are you willing to recognize, you foolish fellow, faith without works is useless? Right. Because the things that demons do are anti-God. That's right. Even though they know. They know. Right? Yeah. So it means nothing to just know. This is what we said at it the beginning. It means nothing to just know. Right. No. This is what you said in verse 14, right? Because you can know and still do the wrong thing. And you're not of God. You can know and not do anything. Right. So like a modern day application, you know, if you've ever talked on one and say, do you believe in God? That question, right? People like to use that question. Do you believe in God? Mm-hmm. And everyone likes to say yes. Mm-hmm. But does everyone believe in God? But do you really, really believe in God? Or, or to this point, you believe that he exists, but you have no interest in lining up with what he calls you to. And so therefore you're not a person of faith. I believe that chair will hold me but I didn't sit in it. Right. <laughs> this is what right. you're saying, right? Right. right. We're, we're, we're I not. just don't like chairs. Yes. We flush it. <laughs> I believe out. the chair works. I just don't like chairs. Yeah. You really <laughs> don't believe that. Because you won't sit down. Right. Verse 21. Was not Abraham. Why Abraham? Here we go again. Old Testament. Mm-hmm. The Jewish audience. They would know everything about Abraham. Yeah, so all of these you know, these these references, Refer- yes. Old Testament references, speak to the audience. They get it. This yes. is their this is their thing. Well versed in the things of Abraham, Old Testament law, all of it. Was not Abraham my father justified by works? When he offered up Isaac, his son, on altar? Oh, here we go. Now mm-hmm. they would look sit back and be like, Oh man, he hit us with that one under yeah. like, below the <laughs> Oh, you went to Abraham. Because we love us some Abraham, first <laughs> yes, of all. Yes, yes. We love yes, us some Abraham. Yes. And uh, you hit us below the belt. Because you didn't just say Abraham. You messed around and told us what Abraham did when he exercised his faith. Yeah. They'd be like, Oh, mic drop just I'm done now. Yes. He name dropped Abraham. And we all know what Abraham did. He, by faith, went and sacrificed his son on the altar, was all obedient to God because he believed That's right. that God was in control of that situation. Thy will be done. So his belief led to an action Feet. that demonstrated his faith. Feet. Isn't that what you said? Faith is in your faith feet. Faith in your feet. He got the moving. He didn't say, okay, God, I'll sacrifice him. But I ain't moving. And then didn't go, do anything. <laughs> and then said, but I'm going to keep him right here with me. Right, right. <laughs> I'm just going to keep him right here with me, though. No, God said, no, go sacrifice. You know exactly what I mean when I say sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Go up there, build it, put fire on it. We're going to mm-hmm. sacrifice him. Mm-hmm. He got to moving. He got to moving. Now, it, it, he ended up not having to do it because God said, yep, you're pretty you're, you're pretty faithful. Mm-hmm. I believe because you, you, your feet got to moving and you went up there to sacrifice. Isn't that 
that is almost, I, I love that. Like to get to that point, honestly, where God tells you to take the one, the child that you prayed for. Could you imagine? And it took literally decades. You were an old man when God mm-hmm. gave you that child. And, and you've been promised this blessing, right? Of generations. And, and they're coming through this child and here he is. And God says, sacrifice, sacrifice him. him to me. So it would be, I could imagine a little confusing, but. But no, Abraham's faith, mm-hmm. act, he acted it out. He said, yes, I believe. And that is belief to the nth degree where that, you would be willing this to is sacrifice major, your child. This is right? And we're not talking child sacrifices here. I hope everybody yeah, understands that. We're not saying that, you know, that's a good thing. This was this was really just, um, it was a test. You know, it was God just, it absolutely was a test. God knew Abraham's heart, but even revealing to Abraham, how much his how much his faith had grown right, and who right. he was, right? So God never intended to well, sacrifice well, the yeah, child. That's right? talk about child sacrifice because he didn't do <laughs> right, it. Because he didn't do it, right. you know. But it was just to see, you know, wow, this he really does have faith. And this is what I love, verse twenty-two, right? You see that faith was working with his works. That's right. So he didn't just go up there because that, that then would just be child sacrifice. Mm-hmm. If you just go and sacrifice your child, right? And there's right. no faith or anything behind it. That's weird. But no, this was by faith. He was doing something that God had called him to do, fully trusting that God was going to come through. So as a result, right? Working with his works. And as a result, faith was perfected. That's like, that's the, that's the, the real faith. meat and potatoes right there. Your faith is perfected. Not intellectual. Not intellectual. Yeah. He put some skin in the game. Ex- exactly. Right? Yes. And that's how you know when you put skin in the game, when you are obedient, when your faith moves from your head to your feet and you get the acting upon it. Mm-hmm. Now, you can easily say, okay, I always use this example. Uh, we always laugh about this, right? Uh, I need a job. Faith says, get up and go fill out an application. Or get on a computer and fill out an application. Mm-hmm. It's not, God, you know I need a job. I'm going to pray for this job. I have faith that you'll give me one. And you wait for somebody to come knock and on so your you door. And so you sit and you wait. Right. And they're going to come to me. And God is saying, <laughs> I can bring somebody to your door because I'm God. Don't get don't don't get that wrong. Right. I but can. I, I want to perfect your walk here. But I want to see you, you get to moving. Yes, you right. get to moving. Let me, show me that you believe that I will do this. That's right. right. This is what we're talking about. Is that right? Right. right. Get to moving. You know, it's like... um. When you and I uh, purchased our home, God, we, we prayed. Did we not pray? We did. God, we're praying. We gave him all the, 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 the reasons why. They were legit reasons according to his will. So why yeah. we want to move into a home from an apartment. Yes. And did you go look for a house? Well, yes, we did. <laughs> oh, you didn't stay home? You didn't stay in the apartment? Wait. All the time we looked for houses. Right. We looked at so many houses. Do you believe that God is going to give you We looked at houses house? on houses on houses. That's right. And it just, and then we had to. Be patient and trust that God was doing something. And but you got to go look for one, right? But we went and looked. Okay. We didn't just sit in the house and say, a house is going to fall on us. Right. By faith, right? I believe yeah. you're going to give us a house. Yeah. So we're going to start moving in it. We start moving on it before we even filled out for the loan. That's right. Is, am I not right? Yes. We didn't say, okay, we'll go look for a house once the loan is processed. Right. Once we see if we're qualified. No, we went looking before we were looking. That. We were looking long before. So does that make sense? Yes. So our feet got to moving in the faith that we have in God. Right. And he blesses with a home, did he not? Exactly. Okay. 23. It was perfected. 23. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, and Abraham believed God and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. This is exactly what we've been talking about. He believed God. How do you believe God? Because he got to moving. 
Mm-hmm. He was he he put his 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 faith to work, mm-hmm. and he was called a friend of God. And that is righteousness. That is right. That's what righteousness looks right. like. Mm-hmm. Taking God, what, what did I say earlier? Believing that God is telling the truth. Believing Him that His word is true. Right. He said it. That's it. Right. I think there's the that for me it's the difference of there's one little word right because we always say do you believe in God? Believe in God means do you believe that God exists mm-hmm. essentially. Do you believe God is faith? Yes. Right? It's not believe in God. No, because some people say, I believe, believe there is a God. Right. Uh-huh. Do you believe God? Do you yeah. believe what he says? Right. Do you believe what the word of God promises to you? Do you believe it? And then if you believe it, then you start acting like you believe it. You Believing it. in God is just a, it's a, it's like you said earlier, it's an intellectual thing. Sure. sure. I believe there's a God. No, do you believe God? That's, that's how your faith is perfected, and that's how your faith becomes works. And my wife and I can give myriads of reasons uh, uh, and examples of what we're talking about. We just put it context, putting into context of, of faith because that's what verse uh, uh, fourteen said. Can that faith save him? But we can put it into tithing. Mm-hmm. Do you really believe that God is going to meet every one of your needs? Period. Do you believe that? Right. And if you have your money, you say, but I got to pay this bill, that bill, that Do you believe God when he says, tithe, give to me first, your first fruit, and I'll take care of the rest. Do you really believe that? If you really believe that, then you'll tithe. Yes. That's why I always say, you know, when we're in church and I'm teaching a new members or something, it, tithing isn't really, it's not even about money. Nope. Tithing is about faith. It's a it's way all God's to, anyway. Yeah. It's a way to demonstrate again, your faith to God. God doesn't need your money. It's just... It's another area of our life. If God wants all of us, like the whole of our being, well, then that's everything. That's your time, your talent, and your treasure, right? And you put your faith in God believing, right? And that's how you tithe. Even when you think the ends aren't going to meet, you know, trusting God and believing that, you know, I'm still going to be all right. That's right. And God wants that because that builds up your faith in him and everything else. Yes. He's saying... be faithful to me in the little things and I'll do greater things. I'll show you. But you got to start at the beginning. You yeah. didn't come out of the womb running the 400 meter hurdles. Yeah. You came out of the womb crawling when you were able. Yeah. Leaning over, falling over. Then you start holding on to stuff when you were a baby. <laughs> then you're able to walk by yourself. Start with the small stuff. Have and and he challenges faith. us though. He challenges exactly us with right. those he things that us. we hold on to. So, do I, so for Abraham, it was Isaac, right? That's right? The test for a lot of people today, it is their money. Absolutely. Their money is their baby Isaac. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. And they're holding on to it like this, and God Absolutely. is saying, Trust me. Do you trust, trust me? Right? And this is a real very practical go. Because you don't have to That's try why to figure tithing it out. is important. That's right. Right. Boom, right there. Because again, we're still talking about faith and faith in your feet. Actually acting upon what you say you believe. So then we get to another kind of a smaller story. So he says, you see that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way, here we go. We got some more biblical illustration examples that they would absolutely be familiar with, right? Right. right. And in the same way, was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works? Mm-hmm. What, what are you talking about? When she received the messengers and sent them out by another way. Now, who were the messengers? God's messengers, right? Yes, you remember yes, that story? Yes. It was God's messengers. Yes. And she hid, hid those them. messengers mm-hmm, from danger, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can find that story. I think Joshua. Joshua. Yes. yes. I think yes. Joshua chapter two. Yes. Um, and and went on through verse four, uh, chapter four. 
But she hit him, right? By faith. And now, why, why is that important? Because she could have been killed. Right. This, this could have cost her her life. But she knew they were men of God. And she was doing God. Will. I have faith that God is not going to allow me to be killed because I am doing something. I'm showing my faith to him according to his will. I am showing my faith. Right. Right. And right. she did that. Right. And she sent them out another way so they'll be safe because she knew they were God's messengers. She was obedient to God. Rahab, the harlot. Because I don't want y'all to say, ooh, her history. Her, her, well, that's, I think that's why the key word here is justified. That's right. And so what is justification, right? Justification. Like and people always say that it's, it's, it's God uh, taking your, you know, your past, your history, your sin, and it's just as if it had not happened. That's right. right? So it's that's God right. cleaning the slate. That's right. And she became justified, her slate clean, because she she did something for God, yep. right? Her faith she was in moved action. her faith in action and moved toward God. That's right. And that was a huge, <laughs> huge thing. Absolutely. Right? And so that's why I threw it out to him because they would understand her as well, right? Yes. Old Testament knowledge for these Jewish audience, for Jewish audience. For, in verse 26, for, for just as a body without the spirit is dead, so also faith without works is dead. Now, body without the spirit. The spirit is the epicenter of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to spend eternity in one of two places. Your body goes in the grave. It's worm meat. You get a new body. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you go to heaven. You get a new body. Thank you, right. Jesus. I get a new body because I need a new body because I have pain in this body. Right. Um, apart from the spirit, your body is nothing. Right? Right. It's dead. It's nothing. It's of no use to anyone. So, and he's using this analogy. So also faith without works is dead. If you just say you have faith, that's not enough. Right. Because what... What use then is it? what use is it? <laughs> exactly. That's what James Shatter. said. What use is it? Really think about it logically. Just what use is it? Lip service. Right? If I say, if I say I'm a mother and I never do anything that demonstrates my love for my children or how, you know, how I feel to, if I never do anything, it's like, well, maybe in name, but. I'm not a mother, yeah, right? Yeah. If I don't take take care of my kids, provide right. for my kids, do some things to support and protect my children, and I just say it, and then I don't do anything, right. it's like, oh, well, no, well, what if you it's, say? it's not like, then then what good is it? What good is it to my children? Use that example. What good is that for and them? I, use that example if I say this, do you love your kids? Right. You say, yeah. Right. And I'm supposed to have faith in that you love your kids. And and so, well, I, don't, I don't see all the things you just said. Right. Well, where are your kids right now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, did they eat today? I don't know. Well, <laughs> do they have clothes on? I don't know. Wait a <laughs> like, did you care for them today? Not really. I don't know. Not really. <laughs> so I'm saying. You know, well, how are your kids doing? Are you sure you love your kids? I, I don't know. I don't know where they are. I don't know anything. Do you make them go to school? But, not really. I don't know. <laughs> <They're true. laughs> do you really love your kids? Then would you question, like, I don't have faith okay. that you love your kids. <laughs> right. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't have faith that you're really invested right. in being a mom. Do you okay. discipline them? No. Are you invested not, in um, it? <laughs> right. I would say, I don't really believe you love your kids. Right. You could say you have faith. I don't have no faith that you love right. your kids. Right. And so it's kind of the same thing. Like with our faith, we can say it. Yes, I believe God or I believe in God. And then I say, well, well how, what does that look like for you? And you're like, not too much. Nothing. Really. And then right. it's like, well, you're not really invested in it then, are you? Right. Right. So what is it then exactly? Well, as we close, I'm going to say one thing. Well, one and a half things. Here's one. First John chapter three, verse 18 says, let us not love with word or with tongue, 
but with deed and truth. Mm-hmm. That was couched in love. I can say I love you all day long, but if I don't have no deed and truth backed up behind it and no action behind it, you are not going to believe I love you. Right. That just makes sense. Now, I say I have faith that God's going to protect me on the airplane. I'm going to fly to California. And then you say, okay, you take me to the airport and everything. And then you say, okay, about a five and a half hour flight. Let me call, see if he's there. You call, I answer. You there? No, I'm still in Boston. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you didn't have faith that God was going to protect you. You didn't even get on it. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I can't say that I have faith that I'm still in Boston. Right. That was no faith at all. That's, all right. That was my closing remark. I'm all right. Sorry. I would but, just say this, you know, like faith, faith by its very um, nature is it's just something we can't see. Right. It's something you can't see. It's what it's just something you possess. It's something you have. But it can be seen through the things that you do. Absolutely. Right. Through good works, through good works. That's how we see it. That's how it becomes manifest and made something real. Amen. So think about that when you're, you know, in, in this walk and along this journey with the Lord. Um, think about that. Like, let your put your faith in your Feet. feet. Amen. There. We'll end on this. Yep. <laughs> I'll, you got one more Believe thought? that God's word <laughs> is the truth and acting upon it. There we go. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, the Bible Workshop. And we're really looking forward to meeting you back here next week for another really compelling and interesting topic because it is all God's word. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Bible Workshop. Now take what we've studied and apply it. We'll see you again next week.